We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Kayla. And welcome to Ye Old Podcast in the Ye Old Old World. Alrighty. I don't know what's Where's going that coming on. from? I don't know. For some reason, I went to Scotland. <laughs> we heard a trivia question about Scotland today. Something about, I don't know, unicorns elves. or elves or something. That was in Iceland, I think. I don't know. That's right. Okay, yeah. So, never but, mind. Well, so, we messed that up. Well, there you go. Okay. So what's up in the worlds of peas and carrots? We have good news. And everybody else says, praise God, they're going to stop talking about home renovations. Yay! Yay! Um, our house is finished. Thank you, Jesus. As a husband, are you happy with it? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Did it almost break you? Yeah. Okay. It it almost broke me. I'll just I mean, I actually had like moments of anxiety as they were tearing up the floor. You struggled more than I yeah, did. I did because as a husband all right, we're getting real personal here. It's like the first minute and a half of the podcast. As a let me just say this. I love the house. It's beautiful. It's done. I mean the decks are done, the flooring's done, the kitchen's done. Uh we'll eventually oh. stop tiptoeing around on our floors. <laughs> Furniture's done. But for me, for that week when they were doing the floors, it was chaos. It was chaos, and I felt like, as a husband, that I hadn't provided you a home, and so that broke me. And everything, and I remember the morning I had to sit down, <laughs> drinking coffee, facing a different direction because the chairs were all messed up, and I was a wreck. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, there's just, there's just. There's no flooring on the floor. It's just wood. It's, it's just not crazy. funny, but you were so pitiful. It and was. Why are you laughing then? Because our stove was in the living room. Yes. Our refrigerator was pushed up against it was pulled all out the, the middle cabinets floor. To, yes. we, to where we couldn't reach anything. And you looked at me and you said, we're homeless. And I said, no, we're not. And I shouldn't have laughed, but I did. Nails all over the floor, had to wear <laughs> shoes so you wouldn't impale yourself. Yeah. It was but, a process. But we're good. We're all. It's finished and It's yes. done. Yeah. Eventually we will. Right now we're like, it's like a new baby. It's like we're both so gingerly with it. Mm-hmm. And like any odds. And, and since we have these vinyl floors, it's, it's like you hear everything. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, there's going to be no private conversations at our house. No. So FYI, if you visit, just know that everyone's going to hear everything you say. You can't sneeze or do any other bodily function without it being heard. Okay, so there's that. Without yeah. it being heard three rooms over. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. it is. It's very nice. Um, by, by the way, can I just say this for the for the listeners? Yes. You look very beautiful today. I love green. Oh, well, thank you. Green is your color. Matches your eyes. What did you do? No, I'm just kidding. Nothing yet. Okay. Yeah. So what else? Uh, fundraising season is finished. It was wonderful. It really was. It was great. Uh, PARs right at 99.5%. But there should be a limit to 4 a.m.s. <laughs> just That's, saying. You didn't like that 4 a.m.? Oh, I'm not really a morning person. Nah, so. I would have never <laughs> guessed. Ah, uh, yeah. So, 
Miss, uh, I have I th- great respect for our on-air hosts who do morning shows yeah. because I, I that's their mon- world. And I think your mantra is uh, one for a day. Is uh, yeah. no talky-talky until there's coffee-coffee. There's is that, that. Is that correct? Yeah, very mm-hmm. true. So Yeah. But fundraising, it was great. We saw God move. We, we saw our teams grow. Uh, listeners responded. Mm. Uh, the stories of lives changed and how God uses the ministry. And what's going on in people's lives. Yes, it's incredible. Yeah. It's, mm. inc- it's incredible. So, and then church. Yes. We are back in church. We are. Well, we've been in church, but we've been in church from home. So now we're in person church. And I don't think. I fully grasped how much I missed that until we were able to go back. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Now, our church is doing something different mm-hmm. where, you know, and we're in like the fellowship hall with mask with, with about five or six other couples. And mm-hmm. then the 8,000 students who attend our church, they're like up in the main sanctuary with some other. But so, our church is being very gracious. So yes. they're giving two options. And we're just for now. We're choosing the option where it's not quite as congested with people, but it is it's great to be back in that space, literally. I'm excited. Yeah. It's fun. So there we go. Life is good. We watched a documentary over the weekend. We did. About Tiger Woods. It was on HBO Max and uh You it, just ran upon it, didn't you? I just ran and, upon it. Yeah. And I started watching it as I didn't think you'd be interested. And you were upstairs and you came downstairs and you got interested I in did. it. I did. And we wasted four hours not wasted, but it was powerful. Yeah. And if you don't understand and so let me just set up this this story because there's a bigger point that we want to make. Tiger Woods is a professional golfer, quite possibly the best of all time. Uh, he won, he's won eighty events on tour. He's won fifteen majors. He's just phenomenal. And at the height of his career, you know, he's married, to, uh, and he has two beautiful children. Has and he has the world by the tail, and he's has some indiscretions. Yes, we'll put it that way. He has some indiscretions. Makes some poor choices, and but the whole documentary was you know and then after this after these indiscretions and he steps away he comes back and he wins Mm. and it's a story about redemption so to me that's what the story was about Mm -hmm. but there was a point during that that documentary where we both got very angry now now we need to say this we're not going to pardon what he did yes what he did was wrong but there was a point during that documentary when we both got very angry. It was about a guy from the National Enquirer. And tell us. He was very smug. Mm. And I mean, again, this is my editorial take on it. He was very proud of the fact that they had trapped Tiger and they had followed one of his mistresses. And there was footage of her entering and leaving and they basically used it to to take him down and to shame him and ruin him now again yes he did all that to himself i understand that what bothered me watching the documentary was the glee Mm. 
and the sense of joy that this particular individual took in destroying him. in destroying him yes and it just it sat with me all day long and and he sat there and he said that if you're going to be on this big of a platform you need to be this this type of a person and that really angered me that i mean and his glee in mm. talking about tearing down tiger his joy in that and he's like it's the biggest scoop of our it was just it was just awful to me and so the inquirer was able to bust tiger and put out a story and everything else and here's here this is this is this is where i am in this None of us should take glee in seeing others fall. No. None of us. Mm-mm. That's now you may disagree, uh, but I, you know, I believe people are made in in the image of God, and they have value. They have purpose. They're loved. They are shaped by Him. And we are all flawed. Thank you. And so I want to say something here. Tiger Woods had had his indiscretions. Every day he woke up and he was fighting certain certain things. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm gonna go out on a limb here and I'm gonna and I'm gonna say something. People say you can't be a Christian and and yet struggle with this or else or else struggle with that. Well, where do you draw the line? Mm-hmm. Every day I wake up a food addict. I mean, I'll just be honest. I wake up, you know, I love food. I'm addicted to food. Does that mean I can't be a Christian? Every day I wake up arrogant. Mm. Does that mean I can't love Jesus? Does that mean I thought he came for people like me? Does that, You know what I'm saying? I do, yeah. I, I remember the saying – Everybody has a chapter they would like not published. Yes. And I think, okay, yes, we're not naive. We get it. We've lived enough life now that when you put yourself out there, when you step into a public space, you rightly so open yourself up to a certain level of observation. And people are going to be, I guess... I don't I don't know looking at you in a way that probably isn't fair but everything is going to be under a microscope and you live in a glass house. At the same time I think one of the takeaways for me was let's be wise in what we let tickle our ears. We all chase after that sordid detail hmm. about someone else. And yet, I sometimes wonder, how would we really feel if the tables were turned and that thing that we struggle with was suddenly magnified? I thought about that. And it just – it that's what really bothered me about this National Enquirer guy was, how would you feel if it was flipped and you were the one – being exposed for whatever that is i mean there is no perfect person that's why jesus had to come i mean boom truth so i just it really has sat with me and for me 
it reminds me there are, I mean, these are basics that my parents taught me. There are two sides to every story. If you've only heard one side, shame on you. Hmm. For Shame on me because we're if you all just guilty one, of it. And if yeah. you just believe one side. And there was another truth out of this is the minute he fell mm. and the minute he was exposed, I looked at you and yet I said, I hope he had a friend Yes. during that season mm-hmm. because whenever people fall, Whenever people get exposed or whatever, they tend to get abandoned. Mm-hmm. But we all need a friend. We all need somebody who's there with us, who's who's in our mess. But I'm just going to say it, Christianity as a whole – well, I shouldn't say that. Let me say this. There's a segment of the American church that for them, Christianity is about living a moral life. It's about checking boxes. And the minute it gets messy, there's a whole segment that runs the other way. Yes. And for me, the faith is about Jesus. It's yeah. about Jesus. It's about grace. It's about uh, him calling people to himself and redeeming people and redemption. So I get up every day and say, today I'm going to check my temper. Today I'm going to be careful with my words. Today I'm going to trust that God has this. And by 8 a.m., I've tripped over myself in probably at least two out of those three areas. Most of them caused by me. Stop. I just, yeah, I think I want to be the friend that I need during a tough season. Mm -hmm. And I want to be known as someone who's willing to sit with the messy because we're all going to have it at some point in our life. Hmm. And this is just me. I'm just exposing my own heart here. I want to be the person that isn't gleeful over the gossip that I hear from one side without really investigating either how much of it is either my business versus do I need to approach the other person and say, this is what I've heard can we talk Mm. and i want to make sure that i'm giving a fair audience to both sides because there's too much of that there's too much of this cancel culture based on one whispered word or but yeah this just i did i got really fired up watching this documentary and we both bawled like babies at the end because it was such a beautiful story Because of coming full yes, circle. Because he comes back, he he wins the Masters, he wins another tournament, and he gets to embrace his kids, and his kids get to see him win. And you're sitting there, and you're just crying. So it's it's the world story about redemption. And so this is what we want to say to you is that is that we are Christians, and you need to hear this: is that in the Bible, King David, hmm. he had an affair. He murdered a guy. He was crazy. He dealt with like depression. Uh, not that the, 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 those two things are like you know related. Uh, he was crazy in in the sense of like how he attacked people, and you can read all about that. Well, I'm, and yet he became a friend of God, mm. and God used him mightily. Moses, Moses murdered a dude. Yep, and God used him. You realize that. Abraham lied 
that Sarah was his wife. Most of the people, Paul was Saul, and he persecuted Christians. Most of the people that God used in the Bible couldn't get hired on staff at a church. Mm. That says something about us as a culture, mm-hmm. but also says something about our God who, 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 who is a God of redemption. Jesus loves you, and he wants to redeem you, and he can give you a new start. Yes. So embrace that. And we're not saying that, that like Tiger uh, is a is a Christian. He, uh, uh, see, I, I, don't I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I can say this, is that there's a story of redemption there. And I can say that God formed him. Yes. And gave him the gifts that he gave him. And we don't know the end of his story. Still being written. So, yeah. So, there you go. So, Listen carefully. There is redemption for you. Yes. Just accept it. Navigating the holidays. <laughs> Christmas, Thanksgiving. Uh, I like Thanksgiving more, more than I do Christmas, I think. Um, so what's best for you and your household during the holidays? I think that's where you got to make some decisions. Yeah, you've got to figure out. Um, we had to do this early on in our marriage. And this is. And we is, talked about this on earlier podcasts. We did. But I think just knowing that we're getting close to the holiday season, we just want to remind you this is not meant to be the most stressful two months of your life. It's meant to be a time that you craft some great traditions, you enjoy being with those you love, and if it's just a rat race of figuring out whose house you're going to visit and what you're going to do and how many gifts you're going to buy to outdo this person or keep up with that person, it's not what it's all about. And we did and we did talk about this we talked about the first year we were married and how we wanted to keep everyone happy so we traveled to both families and they lived four and a half hours apart we were exhausted i mean and it was not a good christmas for either one because both felt cheated in some way so maybe for you that can look like you do thanksgiving with one family and christmas with the other or maybe you alternate years i don't know you have to decide what's best for your nuclear family and go from there. Uh, We'd also say this, avoid the spending trap. Yes. Set a budget, stick to it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kids, let me just say this. If you've ever done Christmas with kids, they will love the toy for five minutes and then they will play with With the the box. box. So just just keep that in mind. Don't. Don't put yourself in like extreme debt because you want to create a memory, not a burden. That's exactly right. And then you want to have some fun traditions. What would you say are some of our traditions? Decorating the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, watching Christmas specials. We watch The Year Without a Santa Claus. We watch Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. White Christmas. Oh, my phone and my favorite movies, mm-hmm. and then we watch uh, the Santa Claus and the Santa Emmett Claus Otter's Jug Band Christmas. I'm gonna have to give away my man card. Uh, <laughs> so those are things that I do enjoy. 
um, going to see lights. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So. You love being in the stores at the holidays, not necessarily to shop. You just like the atmosphere. It's fun. I like to see. Yeah, you do. You like people watching, I like, and being yeah. around all the hustle and bustle, and yeah. Go go to the mall, find like me a massage special, chair, and sit yes. down and watch people. I can lose you for hours. Yes. So just yeah. and watching people have like meltdowns, watching little kids have oh, meltdowns. Gracious. We love like slowing down, working a puzzle naps just reading christmas parties i love going to them i don't know if those will resume this year or not but i like christmas parties i like having the team together and having a christmas yeah. party that's fun to me yeah i enjoy it uh and voice what you need from each other i mean what do you mean by that <laughs> i uh like i need time in the lights i need time um, listening to like Christmas music, mm-hmm. so I'll say, "Kay, can we play some Christmas music?" Or can 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 we go to the mall? You know, and we'll just sit there and watch families. And you voice to me that you don't cook a turkey. No, it stresses me out. I tried twice. Yeah, it was catastrophic. We thought the turkey wasn't done, and then we realized somebody cause, cause forgot it ha- to take the giblets out. Yeah, because we kept having juice from the turkey. I'm like, I can't believe this thing isn't done yet. And then it—it's a wonder it didn't just. It was like it was crack a, apart by yeah, the time. I'm, we're shocked it wasn't like that turkey on you know National Lampoon's <laughs> Christmas vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just I think it was our third holiday together. And I just admitted to B. I said, this stresses me out. So he took over. We started ordering a smoked turkey, or we would do a ham, and everybody was happy. And it gave us back the holiday. Yeah, there's so, no need to create that additional stress on No. It. And maybe you don't and even do no the traditional. There's also no need to poison everybody. Well, there's that, too. But, yeah, maybe you don't do the traditional dinner. Maybe you go your own way, and that's okay, too. I'd be open to fried chicken. Done. Okay. Hey, this is the Peas and Carrots podcast. You can subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast. And you can contact us, and we'd love to hear from you at peasandcarrotspodcast.com. We've had some great messages, so keep them coming. Or you can go to Facebook and search Peas and Carrots Podcast. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. For more about the Peas and Carrots Podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com.